You're listening to the Fitness and Wellness Class, powered by NASM. NASM's new subscription service, NASM Connected, is the best value in fitness. When you sign up, you'll get access to everything you'll need to expand your career, master new disciplines, and stay up to date with your certification in one great package. Gain instant access to over 350 online fitness courses available anywhere, anytime, on any device. Earn CEUs for dozens of approved providers. Plus, unlock articles, webinars, videos, and podcasts from the biggest names in fitness. Don't wait. Sign up today and unlock the best content in fitness at the best price. Get connected at nasm.org connected or call one 800 460 6276. Hey guys, this is Sean Greeley here, founder and CEO of NPE, and very excited to deliver this session for you on 10 proven principles for success in business and life. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is really built up of the collective experience in leading over 45,000 fitness professionals, business owners in this industry for over the last 14 years. Uh, the things I'm going to share with you are absolutely 100% paid for on the back of blood, sweat, and tears of a lot of people doing a lot of things right, getting a lot of things wrong, having a lot of struggle and pain. And I want to help you shortcut what we see as the biggest keys uh, to really set your, yourself up for success in whatever you want to do in your pro professional career, in your life, uh, what are things that we've learned that we can impart to you uh, based on, on the experience that we've got? So excited to get into this session. This is going to be a little bit of a special one uh, based off of a lot of personal stories. I don't have a lot of fancy slides to share. I'm going to be sharing a lot of principles and stories uh, and tell you about the experience of, of my journey the past 14 years, again, and helping a lot of people get to where they want to be in their career uh, and in their life. Uh, and so, look, we know that when you invest in your professional development, when you attend events and conferences like we're at today, uh, you know, you want to be successful. You want to have, you know, a career that achieves your personal and professional goals, allows you to earn the income and money you want to make, allows you to make uh, have the freedom and lifestyle that you want to live uh, for yourself and your family, and really allows you to make the impact that you want to make on your community, on your clients, on the lives of the people that you get to work with. But in order to do that, you need to have a lot of things in place. You need to have great business structure and systems and strategy. Uh, you have to understand about money and profit and sales and marketing, all things that generate revenue for the business and ensure you can stay in business. And you have to have clients. Uh, ultimately, you put those things together and that's how you achieve great success and great longevity and really go as far as you want to when it comes to your professional career and or your business if you decide to create your own business and want to build and grow that uh, in, the, in the years ahead. And the problem is that uh, everything we do in life is hard. You know, we have this thing called the homeostasis principle, right? And that uh, really, you know, uh, it's easier to do nothing. It's easier to sit still. It's easier to not work out. It's easier to not learn. Every time, you know, we're going to take action, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to stretch us outside our comfort zone. And particularly when we talk about growing your career, or your income, you have to constantly learn, grow, develop, learn all these other things that, you know, maybe even unrelated to actually delivering a personal training session, uh, actually relate to sales, marketing, pricing, 
uh, leadership, you know, all the things that are a whole new set of skill sets that you have to learn, grow, master, develop yourself uh, and more. And that stuff's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's difficult. You're going to fail a lot. You're going to go through some days where you, you know, don't know if you can make it, don't know if you're going to survive, uh, don't know if you want to do this anymore, and the grass is going to look greener on the other side. Uh, and we believe that really the key to your success is business education, is professional development, uh, just as much as you're engaging and learning about the tactical craft of fitness and fitness education, uh, you have to learn business systems. You have to learn business education. You have to learn about the knowledge, the skills, the tools that you need to increase your capability to create the outcomes you want in your professional career, uh, in your business, and in your life. Uh, and uh, the more you invest in your education, 100% the best investment you're ever going to make is in yourself. Because when you invest in yourself, uh, that doesn't go away. You get to always be you wherever you go. And as you have more skills, you can uh, maneuver and create new outcomes and new things in the world uh, that will help you achieve your personal professional goals. Uh, so commit to continue to commit to your professional education development and particularly around business, uh, not just fitness. It's great to know how to program, you know, a workout, how to teach a squat. Uh, but until you learn how to actually create revenue and, and get paid, uh, you're not going to be around much uh, in this career. So invest in your education, invest in your development. And I can tell you that since 2006, uh, my company, NP, has served over 45,000 fitness professionals and business owners in 96 countries. Uh, we are a global team with offices in Los Angeles, uh, London, Sydney. We serve clients in the U.S., in Canada, and the U.K., Europe, uh, in Australia, uh, Asia-Pacific region. I'm actually coming to you from Australia today. Uh, I normally live in Los Angeles, but my wife is from Australia. We were here uh, during COVID and have kind of stuck it out here. Uh, we have a ton of customers here and a lot of business here. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm coming to you from this, and I'll tell you that the things I'm going to talk about they apply wherever you are in the world, uh, whatever sector of our industry or career path you're on, the principles are tried and true and proven. And we've been using them for over 14 years to lead people to success. And not only our clients to success, but our company to success. Uh, we've been listed eight times on the Inc. 500, 5,000 list of fastest growing companies in the United States. Uh, been listed as the number one management training education company in the UK. And really, it's just to tell you that the things that I'm going to talk about are tested and proven. I didn't just make this up. This isn't just an idea I had. Uh, this is proven over many, many years of a lot of cases, a lot of data points uh, in making things happen. Uh, so uh, that being said, we're going to uh, get right into it. And I want to invite you to download. I'm going to give you a, a gift. Uh, this is a PDF you can download, which is really sums up these success principles. We call them the NP Success Principles, and you can download this at npesuccessprinciples.com. So if you write down the URL or type in your browser, go in, enter details, you can download this, uh, read a little more about the history of the Success Principles, some other bonus content. Uh, that's my gift to you. So go check it out at npesuccessprinciples.com. All right. Uh, now, what about these? What do you need to know about these principles before we get into them? I will tell you that these are universal principles. Um, you know, there's a lot of times in business when strategies and tactics change. Uh, the things we do change, right? Right now we're in an age where uh, there's new developments in technology, in programming, in all the things that help us create results for clients. Uh, yet the fundamental principles uh, don't change. You know, strategies and tactics can change. Principles don't. Principles are universal. They're everlasting. 
Uh, and why we want to teach these to you is the more that you get an awareness around these principles, this will still help you to point out blind spots you may have, things you may be missing that you're not aware of you're missing. And the more awareness you have, the more you can lead yourself to overcome these challenges and again, create success. Uh, and the more, by the way, these principles don't change. Like I'm teaching this stuff for 14 years and they apply to me just as they apply to you and they apply to everybody. Uh, and I don't escape them when I know them. Uh, they're still relevant to me. I still have to relearn them at a new level to go to the next level in my career and uh, my training development. So these are things that will carry you through. Uh, and as we walk through this stuff today, I want you to think about you know, what are the things that really resonate with you? What is absolutely, you know, you know, you do that today and it's helpful to you. One of the things you go, yeah, I know I'm missing that or I'm not focused on that. And I think I'm going to write that down as a blind spot that maybe I can focus on. And it's going to help me uh, strengthen my weaknesses, right? And so that's what I want to hopefully uh, you to walk away from this conversation with is some awareness around how you can better lead your yourself to success and what are some of the things that maybe your weaknesses or blind spots right now that by focusing on them, you're going to start to move the needle on your career and on your uh, professional development and getting to where you want to go in business and life. So uh, that being said, uh, we're going to get right into the first principle. And the first principle is personal responsibility. You know, the saying that we have is take active responsibility for your success uh, because no one else can do it for you. And this applies to so many good things in life. It applies to uh, fitness. It applies to our uh, relationships. Uh, it applies to uh, your business. You know, the best things in life uh, that we want to have, uh, that we want to do or achieve or accomplish, uh, they aren't given to us. You can't go buy a fit body. You can't go buy a great marriage. You can't go buy a great business. You actually have to do the work and earn it. And it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your education. It doesn't matter what your background, what your skin color. You have to do the work to earn it. And you have to earn it every day, every week, every year. And you can't ever stop. You have to embrace that if you want to succeed, if you want to grow, if you want to do have and become more, you got to do the work. So that means letting go of any victim mindset. It's letting go of blaming other people, blaming the economy, blaming COVID, blaming politics, blaming your parents, blaming your neighbor, blaming whatever you want to blame and get out of the blame game. Uh, you have to take 100% responsibility as a adult and grown person in this world uh, that you are where you are as a result of the decisions uh, that you've made in your life. And maybe some things that are outside of your control, the cards you've been dealt and have, have had to work through as well. But ultimately, our success in life is based way more on uh, our decisions uh, that we make and our attitude and response to the events of our lives uh, than just uh, you know being blown in the wind with what's occurring. So if you want to be successful, you have to take the mentality that uh, success is earned, not given. Uh, and you got to do the work day in, day out. So if you don't like something, stop complaining about it. Saddle up, take responsibility for the outcomes that you've created, decisions you've made that have led you to this point, and decide to make a change. Decide to make a change today. Decide to make a change tomorrow. And every day when you wake up, decide to lead yourself to a better place to say, I'm going to control the things that I can control that are going to set me up for a better success today and tomorrow and for all the days to come. And you can apply this to, again, any area of your life that you want to grow and improve in. So number one, take that mindset of personal responsibility. It's going to lead you to better outcomes. And again, remember, success is earned, not given. All right. Number two, have courage, practice faith. 
uh, as a business owner, you must attack your fears to grow. You know, this principle, we could spend the next hour talking about this principle. This is probably the biggest thing that uh, brings up the most emotion, uh, the, the most uh, sticking points for so many people is facing our fears. And facing our fears about a lot of things. Um, you know, facing our fears about are we going to be successful in our careers? Are we going to be successful in making the leap to leave a job we don't like, to pursue a passion we have, an industry that, you know, there's no guarantee that we're going to be successful or make it? Uh, are we going to be able to feed ourselves? Are we going to be able to feed our families? Are we going to be able to, you know, make the impact we want? Um, all these things are going to challenge us. And there's going to always be a voice in your head that says you can do it and a voice in your head that says you're not good enough, you're not going to make it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a great, great story uh, in, in Native American culture about the two wolves and uh, which wolf are you going to feed, the courage wolf or the fear wolf? Um, and you've got to feed the courage wolf. You've got to feed your head with confidence, with belief. Uh, know that uh, it's okay to be scared. Uh, courage is having taking action uh, in the face of fear, even when you're scared, even when you're unsure. Uh, that's the definition of courage, and you don't get to to gain that until you you face your fear, uh, and you do the thing anyway, regardless. And I can tell you this uh, because uh, you're going to face fears all the time in your career, especially if you are growing. You are going to take on risk, and the extent you take risks, which are scary is gonna ultimately determine how high you climb up the ladder in getting to where you wanna be in your career, in your business, and more. Now, how do you get better at this stuff? You have to keep facing those fears and sometimes meet those in new ways. I can tell you from personal experience in my life, uh, you know, things that have empowered me. Uh, when I was 26 years old, uh, I had a, a freckle on my head that turned dark, and my mom said, uh, hey, you gotta go get that checked out, and I said, no, I'm fine. This is, you know, when you're old, that's what my grandfather has to worry about. I'm good at 26. Thought I was invincible as an athlete, uh, you know, uh, travel around the world, competing in professional wakeboarding, uh, kind of living out my first goals in life as a, as a professional athlete, enjoying that journey. Didn't think ever I had anything to worry about. And I went in, I got a checkup. And the week uh, later, they called me and said, uh, hey, don't need to mean to scare you, but you have stage four cancer and don't leave town and we have to go to tests and surgery straight away because stage four, if you don't know the scales of cancer, stage five is like you're dead. Uh, and so very scary time in my life. Uh, didn't know if I'd be around in a year or not. Uh, unfortunately, I'm now, you know, uh, come speaking to you today. I'm 40, uh, I'll be 43 this month. Uh, so coming up on, what's that? 14, uh, 17 years now, cancer free. Once you get out past 10 years, you know, they're, they don't really worry about you anymore. But very scary time in my life to be faced at 26 years old with not knowing if I was going to be around uh, and, and be here for another year in my life. And I had to ask myself some pretty big, big questions about what if I'm only around for a year, what I want to do in my life. At that time, I was a very successful uh, personal trainer. I had built a uh, multi-location, uh, two-location business with a staff of 10 coaches. We were serving over 653 clients in the Central Florida marketplace with personal training services. And uh, I sold my business, I focused on my health, uh, and uh, I got better. And I asked myself if I'm only gonna be around for a year, what I wanna do in my life. Uh, and I, for me at the time, I just wanted to help a lot of friends and, and make an impact where I could on friends and family and their life. Uh, and that meant for me, 
uh, taking my passion for what I've done in sports and health and fitness and building a fitness business and helping my friends that were struggling with their careers and how to find clients, uh, how to hire staff, uh, how to read a financial report, all the things that typical you know, solopreneur and small businesses struggle with. I had no vision for a business. It led me to just helping my friends solve problems and having phone calls to help them figure out problems. And uh, as uh, I got great fulfillment from that work, I uh, started to uh, help them make dramatic changes and they'd go from, you know, making two grand a month to three, four months later, making, you know, 20, 25 grand a month in terms of revenue for their business. Uh, and I got better. I saw tremendous impact I could, I could make. And that led me to uh, founding our company NPE and coming up on now 14 years, uh, the company has been around. And that was a unplanned adventure in my life. I uh, certainly didn't, didn't see that coming. Uh, but then that was all based on, you know, facing a tremendous fear. And I share that story because, you know, um, it gave me a lot of confidence in that uh, I didn't die. I'm still here. I could have been dead 13 years ago, but I'm here today. Um, and if you're, you know, once you kind of face fears of, you know, you're not going to die, what is there to be scared of? You know, uh, going broke. Uh, you know, there's a, a great friend of mine. He's a very successful entrepreneur. Uh, he has an uncle that's done tremendous things in entrepreneurship, and he he's now retired. He's in his older years. He's in his 70s, and uh, he had a great conversation with him. He said, you know, what's the one thing you wish you had gone back, you had done? He said, I wish this guy's had a tremendous career, you know, made made a lot of, uh, of people, you know, successful, has been very financially successful. And he said, I wish I had taken more risk. I wish I had stretched myself further because no one ever goes to jail for going broke. And really in business, that's the worst thing can happen is you run out of money. And you know what? You're not going to go to jail. There's a way to figure that out too. Uh, so challenge yourself to take risks. Uh, challenge yourself to step outside your comfort zone. Challenge yourself to do the things that most people are unwilling to do. They're unwilling to step into that uncomfortable state. And you'll find when you do that mentors, coaches, uh, people will show up there to guide you. They'll be there to help you. Um, and uh, that's what having faith and having courage is all about. Uh, you know, you've got to say have courage, but practicing faith, believing the things that you cannot see, but know that if you do your part, the universe will deliver and things will come together and you'll have an opportunity to grow and succeed and make a difference. And I can tell you, having experienced that in my life the last uh, many years, having helped many other people overcome tremendous challenges in business when they didn't think they were going to make it, uh, they thought they were going to be out of business. You know, this is all part of the journey in your career. Uh, and uh, you do your part. You show up. You ask for help. Uh, you know, uh, be humble. Be hungry. Be sharp. Uh, you will always uh, find a way to to break through, and there will always be options and people that are support you on your journey. Uh, so again, that's number two, have courage, practice faith. And I will tell you that this doesn't change either as you grow. Uh, as you grow a bigger business, as you achieve more success, you're gonna face new fears. You're gonna have to face new challenges. You're gonna have to take responsibility and recommit to your goals at a new level. You're gonna have to you know, have more courage. Again, it's just a continuation and it's like levels, right? It's like levels of development. It's like the gym. Right. Uh, we still have to go to the gym. We still have to do strength training. We still do the same exercises in many ways, but we got more weight on the bar and we're stronger. It just takes more you know, weight to provide that stimulus to grow. Well, same thing when it comes to business, same thing when it comes to life. So have courage, practice faith and do your part. Number three, uh, your business is not different. Uh, and we like to say the fundamentals are the same for every business, including yours. And this comes out of the fact that I can tell you that 
so many people who worked with over the years have come to us and said, you know, my business is different. I do kettlebells. I do CrossFit. I do yoga. I do Pilates. I live in Texas. I live in Canada. I live in England. Uh, you know, I work with moms. I work with seniors. It doesn't matter. Any of those things don't matter. The fundamentals of success for every business are you have to generate revenue through selling products and services and delivering value to customers. You're going to have to have expenses that you pay bills and what's left over is called net profit. You need net profit in the black to pay bills, to reinvest in growth and continue to survive and, and eventually grow a business, right? And that's the equation of all business. Revenue minus expenses equals net profit. All those other things, they're just nuances, but the fundamental equation of what determines success in business and financial success for business to sustain and grow, and those are really the two goals of business. Number one, survive, and number two, grow. Uh, those are the same for every business. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to follow these natural laws and equations of math, right, that we don't escape like gravity. It doesn't change, right? Everybody's subject to the same natural law of gravity uh, on planet Earth uh, that you have to apply in business. And so uh, make sure you're not making excuses. You're not getting yourself in, in the way of yourself with your thinking that it's different for you and you need to make things different. The, you need to master the fundamentals, especially when you're starting out, especially when you're just beginning your career and your journey. Uh, you know, you need to just learn the fundamentals, master the fundamentals, and execute the fundamentals. If you don't know what those are, ask someone who knows what they're doing, who's been there, who's done that a lot of times, and do what they tell you to do. Which leads me right to the next one. Follow the dang instructions. Number four, uh, you know, again, having helped a lot of people, especially out of the startup phase where they're beginning their career, they're just starting a new business. Uh, you know, the, the, um, most people, uh, get in their own way and they stuff it up because they're in their own way. It's kind of like fitness, right? Think about clients you work with in fitness, the ones that come to you that just say, here's what I want to do. Uh, and here's my challenges and you give them a program and they just do it. They get results, right? And the ones who come to you and say, Ah, uh, yeah, but I don't want to do that exercise, and I just want to do arms today. I don't want to do legs, and I don't like that food. I want to still eat donuts, and I want to drink my wine, and da 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 da. But I want all this too. They try to control the whole situation, and they don't. They don't listen to an expert. They don't, you know, follow the program. They create obstacles uh, for themselves, and then they're worried. They're, they're, you know, they're they wonder why they're not successful. Uh, well, it's very obvious, right? You're in your own way, you're making excuses, and you're not following the instructions, right? So success in business and in startups is very simple. There's some fundamental things you've got to follow. Uh, and your job is to, you know, get the instructions, get the blueprint, don't try to make it up yourself. Uh, get the instructions, follow the blueprint, go do it and be coachable, be a coachable, you know, student of business of your career. Uh, the more you do that and just, you know, this is going to be fun and easy for you uh, and everybody wins. Uh, when you start to get in your own way, when you think you've got to, you know, create, you know, something brand new and it's going to be different and you should go, you need to go research 20 things and create your own blueprint. Again, it just really stuffs it up, right? And it's okay. It, it's understandable how it happens, right? Just like in fitness, there's so much noise and confusion when it comes to information education on 50 different diets and 20 different workouts and all these different things that consumers get confused by. 
Well, same thing when it comes to business. People get very confused in business and lots of things they see other people doing they think they should be doing. People that look successful because maybe they have a social media following, but actually they're broke or people have a lot of certifications and alphabet soup after their name, but they're broke, right? Uh, and a lot of academics who are also broke, uh, but very intelligent people, right? So you really want to just find a mentor, ask them what to do and do it and follow proven, proven blueprints and formulas for success, especially in the beginning stages. This is not the time to try to, you know, make your own rules, really follow the blueprint ask for a blueprint, follow it, and, and you will be successful. You shortcut this thing and you're gonna make it a whole lot easier on yourself and a whole lot more fun because you're gonna achieve success faster. So, and also much like in fitness, you know, hire a coach, right? Uh, don't try to figure out how to, you know, imagine, or it's no wonder people struggle with fitness, right? Our, our customers, they've gotta join a gym. They need to try to assess themselves and you try to program design for themselves and you try to be consistent with the workout. They gotta figure out what to eat. You know, there's no way you know, they're going to be able to figure all those things out because they're not a professional. That's not their subject matter expertise. They didn't go to, you know, school for this stuff like you did. Right. And same thing when it comes to business, you didn't go to school for this stuff. You don't know all these things. You don't have experience. So go ask someone who knows what to do, what they did, ask, help them, you know, work with them to help create a plan and then follow the plan. Just make it easy. You follow the plan, you're going to be successful. Okay. So follow the dang instructions. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. All right. Number five. Uh, stands for CVMVGP. What does that mean? Well, it means core values, uh, vision, mission, goals, and priorities. And the extent that you understand these things and line them up, you are not only going to be successful, but you're going to find your career is fulfilling. It's rewarding. You feel good about the work you're doing, uh, meaningful work. You're making a difference in a bigger mission that makes an impact in the world. And you're living congruent with your values. So, we like to say, know what you stand for, right? That's your core values. Uh, so what are things that are meaningful to you? What do you want your business to stand for? What matters to you? There's no, and I like to say values are like, kind of like the stars in the sky. There's no wrong stars in the sky. It's just the ones that you want to look up at and you want to help guide you on your way. Uh, what are those values for you? What is meaningful to you that you want to represent and start to live by your code of what's important uh, in your career and what you want to rep represent uh, with how you lead yourself and how you demonstrate uh, the decisions you, you, know, you make uh, in your career. Then we get into why it's important to you. What is your mission? Uh, what is your purpose? You know, why does this matter? Why is this meaningful to you? you know, why aren't you selling cars? Why aren't you selling mortgages? Why aren't you doing something else? Why do you want to follow career path in fitness? Uh, why do you get up every day and, you know, do what you do in fitness? Why are you inspired uh, to work with clients? Why are you inspired to make a difference in their lives? Uh, what is meaningful to you about that? You know, know your why and have a purpose, have a mission for reason what you, why you do what you do. And you know when you found it because it, you're going to get up out of the bed, you're excited to go to work, you're excited to go do this work. On the days when things are going well and the days when things are really hard and difficult and you feel like a failure and you, you may be feeling, you may be actually failing and you don't know how you're going to make it, but you're still inspired to go do the work uh, because it's meaningful work, it's fulfilling, and you know you're living your purpose. Uh, and generally for most people that's around making an impact, making a difference, uh, serving a, a type of client or community they want to work with, uh, and again, making a difference uh, in, uh, in doing meaningful work. So know what that is for you. Get clear on that and then write these things down. They're going to guide you on your journey. You know, wake up in the morning, read your values, read your mission, uh, align yourself, you know, where your focus needs to be. 
uh, go within, set your intention so you can then go, uh, you know, go and create and make an impact in the world today. And know where you want to go. Uh, this refers to really your goals, uh, where you're heading, uh, what does success look like to you? And this is very important to continue to revisit this in your career. You know, success when you're just starting out as a new fitness professional and getting certified might be just to, you know, get your first few clients and get experience. Uh, and then, you know, as you do that for a little while and have some experience, it might be to, you know, leave a different job and be able to do this full time as a career and earn a full time income, you know, doing what you love and, and doing fitness. And then you do that for a little while and, and now you're very busy and you have lots of clients and you're working lots of hours and you like you like to find a way to still do meaningful work, but have a little bit better lifestyle um, and uh, have a better schedule. And so you start to create a business that can go beyond yourself and move beyond just trading time for, for dollars or time for money. Uh, that's what a business allows you to do. That's the difference between a business and a job. And you're going to find as you progress in your journey that you're going to go through these, these times where success looks like, you know, early stages, again, getting those first few clients. Then it might be like going full time and earning professional income. And then it might be around building a business and starting to grow something that can grow beyond yourself and grow beyond, again, you just trading uh, hours for dollars. So help redefine your goals and make sure when you hit your goals, you know, you revisit your goals and set a new intention, set a new vision for where you want to be in the next year, uh, where you want to be in the next, you know, uh, three years, the next five years. Uh, and the more you visit that, the better, the better and the better you're going to lead yourself. And it's kind of like the Super Bowl. You know, you hear about athletes who, you know, they win the Super Bowl, they win the Olympics, and they've had all this training and time up until this moment. And then that moment passes and then they're lost, right? And they're depressed and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're confused and, uh, you know, don't know what's next. And what do we have to do? We have to set goals for the next season, for the next Olympics. We have to get back into training. Training is what gives us purpose and meaning and gives us focus and direction. And we need that in, in sports as an athlete. You need that in your career as a professional and as a business owner. We need that in life. So make sure you take time to revisit where you, where do you want to be in the next one year, three year, five years? What does that look like for you? And get clarity there and then start to define your priorities, uh, you know, based on the current season of where you're in, based on where you want to be in the next, you know, uh, you know, quarter, the next month, the next week, based on where you want to be tomorrow. What needs to be your priority now and making sure you keep your focus present in the moment where it needs to be on the focused on the right things that are going to move the needle forward, not just doing what's comfortable or easy, but doing the things that are going to make an actual impact and advancing you towards your goals, towards your mission, towards that vision, uh, and ultimately aligned with your values. When you create alignment in each of these areas, you're going to have fun every day. You're going to be continually progressing in your career and in your goals. You're going to be achieving. You're going to find rewards and success in lots of ways that you're going to make an impact and difference in the world. But continue to revisit these. Align them when you need to. Adjust where you need to. This is not, you know, uh, set it and forget it. This is like, you know, revisit the map. Check the map. Where are you? Are you on course? Are you off course? Do you need to set a new destination? So you can always know where you are and you can adjust as you need it, as needed to stay on course to be heading in the direction that you want to go in, in your career and in your life. Okay, uh, next one. We're going to get into uh, number six, value. Uh, and we like to share this equation, value equals CE plus R plus R. Uh, and this stands for, uh, CE stands for client experience. Uh, the first R stands for relationships. And the last R stands for results. So what does that mean? 
Well, in business, uh, people pay us not for sessions. They, you know, as much as your sessions are nice, they may enjoy spending some time with you. Uh, it's not about the session. What they pay you for is supporting you. So they're supporting them in uh, solving a problem, uh, solving a problem, or achieving a goal. And that is what value looks like and making sure we're leading them in that direction. But there are several components that support that value creation. So the experience. Experience refers to uh, all the touch points and engagement points that a customer has with our business, right? So the way I call you on the phone, that you answer the phone, that I'm responding to and greeted. Uh, the way I uh, go to your website or go to your social media account and how what I see and uh, the feeling and vibe I get. Uh, and how I engage with that uh, digital experience uh, with you uh, as, a, as a professional, with your brand, if you will, your company, if you started to grow something beyond yourself. Uh, what about when I actually go into work with you and, and have a session, either online or offline? Uh, what is that like? How am I greeted? How am I served? How do you uh, lead me through the session? Uh, what are all those touch points that make a great experience? You know, the difference between, like, if you walk into... Uh, I don't know, a very cheap motel, you know, and, and it's dirty and the sheets aren't clean. And it's kind of gross and there's bugs and like, you know, all that kind of stuff versus you walk into a Four Seasons hotel, you walk into a Ritz Carlton and, you know, you walk in and you're greeted, you know, when upon arrival and someone's there with a towel and a bottle of water and, you know, you have tremendous service and tremendous experience that, uh, keeps you coming back that helps you talk about the experience to your friends to your family uh, that you know you really enjoy and you're you know feel good about spending money because of the experience and the memory that was created uh, and for you you know in travel right so think about that when it comes to your business what is the experience that someone has with interfacing with you as a customer uh, and thinking about you know your service delivery uh, and uh, engaging in a session. So all those things make up the client experience. There's lots of things that are nuanced within that, but we want to understand the client experience and we want to continue to improve the client experience and create value there where we can. Then we get into the second one, relationships. You know, we are in a service industry. Uh, you know, if they wanted to just talk to an app, they would just talk, you know, they would beep, beep, bop, bop in their phone and there would be no reason for a coach, right? So why do people hire a coach? Because the relationship matters. People matter. Uh, you know, the work you do in services matters. Uh, it makes a difference to provide motivation, to provide support, to provide accountability, to help people learn and understand things that are difficult and to help them get through things that are difficult to ultimately create the outcomes they want uh, and the relationship they have with you. Uh, the relationship you develop with them that's beyond, you know, teaching them a squat and how you show up in their life. Uh, and uh, the relationship they develop with other clients, if you're working on a facility and they start to meet other people in your community, all these things are really meaningful. And frankly, some of those fun things we get to do as fitness professionals, you know, everybody has, you know, you start to become such an important person in the life of your clients uh, that, you know, you get, you know, all kinds of fringe benefits as a result, right? You, you work with clients who are maybe business owners or, you know, wealthy and successful people or, you know, uh, open up doors for you, open up relationships for you, maybe even invest in your business, you know, help you in different ways because you've made an impact in their life in a way that, you know, area that, that matters to them. They might have greater success and accomplishments in other domains in life when it comes to health and fitness. You're their person, you're their coach, you're someone who shows up and helps them figure out things that are difficult and hard for them to achieve on their own. Uh, the more you invest in that relationship, uh, the more you show care for them, you show care for them beyond just a workout, but 
early in their life and helping them, uh, you know, support them in different areas of their life. Uh, you know, a great quote I heard one time is, um, weddings are optional, funerals are uh, uh, mandatory. You know, show up when it matters. If, if you don't go to someone's wedding, you know, they're going to have a good time regardless of the wedding. There's going to be lots of people there. It's going to be a big party. You know, no one's going to really, you know, uh, you know, be impacted incredibly negatively by that in many cases. But when a funeral, when someone dies, when they're hurting, when they're in pain, you know, showing up to grieve with them, to support them, uh, always be there. You know, that's the stuff they remember, that you were there in a difficult time when it mattered, when they needed support. Um, so do those things, you know, send an extra card, uh, send a little gift, uh, you know, uh, send someone a message to, you know, celebrate things that are important and milestones in their life. Let them know you, you care about what's important to them. Uh, those relationships are meaningful. Uh, they're impactful. They're some of the greatest things we get to enjoy as fitness professionals. We get to develop incredible relationships with incredible people and uh, take the time to invest in those. And obviously results. Uh, what do we do to actually help lead our clients to success? What do results look like for them? What are their goals, right? Uh, if maybe it's, you know, look good naked and, you know, have a six pack and look good at the beach. Great. Uh, maybe it's, you know, get out of pain, uh, avoid, you know, medication, avoid, you know, illness or injury. Uh, maybe it's achieve sports performance goals. Whatever success looks like for your client, uh, how can you better lead them to success? How can you master your craft of assessment, of program design, of teaching technique, of uh, helping them execute the program? All the things that really matter in leading clients to get results that matter to them. Now, again, this is very important because as a young trainer, I can remember thinking, well, success in fitness looks like X, Y, Z to everybody. And the reality is, no, <laughs> your definition of success, you know, being maybe 20 is not someone else's definition of success in fitness, maybe at 50 or 60, right? So at 50 or 60, they're not trying to have a six pack. Uh, maybe they're just want to, you know, get out of pain. They want to avoid injury and surgery. They want to not be on medication. They want to be have energy to you know, look after the grandkids and travel and do things they want to do, right? So understand where's your client in their life? What is their goals? What are their desires? What are their challenges? And ultimately, what does success look like for them? The more you can ask good questions, the more you can understand your client, the more you can then become a master at creating a program and supporting them with a program to actually get the outcome, get the result that they want, what is meaningful to them, and don't project your goals, your desires on your client. Uh, make sure you ask good questions to understand what those are for them and then design the right program and learn skills, you'll learn your craft, uh, commit to mastery of your craft to lead them to there more efficiently. Uh, so if you improve one of these things, you deliver more value. If you improve each one of these things incrementally, incrementally you cre create exponentially more value, right? So it's honestly, it's not just a plus, plus, plus. It's really a, a multiple, multiple, multiple. Um, so the more you raise each one of these, you just create tremendous value for your customer. And the great thing about fitness industry is, you know, as a fitness professional, you can charge $50 for an hour of your time. You can charge $100 for an hour of your time. You can charge $250 for an hour of your time. Right? We have clients who charge, you know, a, a client $36,000 or $40,000 a year to be their fitness coach. Right? You only need a few clients of that nature and you're like, you know, making a tremendous income with a handful of clients. There's tremendous price elasticity in our industry. And what's the difference between a, a $50 an hour trainer and a $250 an hour trainer? Do they, do they actually teach a five times better squat? Maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Really, uh, it's really you get to set your prices. You get to set 
you know, who you want to work with. You can decide who you want to work with. Uh, you decide all these things about your career. So, you know, again, the more you deliver more value, the more you make yourself more valuable to your customer, the more you make price irrelevant, and the more you can step up the ladder in tremendous price elasticity in our industry and in providing professional services. And you can literally, you know, double, triple, quadruple your income uh, doing the same thing, the same amount of time, uh, just by creating more value and then charging accordingly for that value. And people will be happy to pay, right? They'll, they pay that rate and they're thrilled about it because they're getting, you know, tremendous value from the, from the experience and from the relationship, and from the results that, they're, that they want. Uh, and uh, so when you focus on these things, again, value is perceived by the client, focus on understanding that and you will make price irrelevant. You are going to have more success. You're going to have more fun. You know, more raving fans. Everything's going to be awesome for you when you get this right. Okay, uh, number seven, get your crap together. Uh, this is, you know, we say no explanation needed, but I'm going to give you a little explanation anyway. Uh, you know, when we talk about growing your career, growing your business, you've got to learn how to self-manage uh, first and foremost. If you can't manage yourself, uh, how can you manage, you know, the unknown and the variables that we can't control? Uh, you know, where, where preparation meets, you know, uh, opportunity is where we succeed. And preparation means things like learning how to control your energy, your focus, your discipline, your education and time devoted to study, uh, your organization of your environment, um, you know, all the things that, you know, you kind of know you should be doing, but maybe you're lax on, maybe you don't really kind of dedicate to the way you should, maybe you're inconsistent, you know, you know, you should study some stuff, but it's more fun to play video games or, you know, you should, you know, dedicate time to studying, you know, uh, business, but, uh, I'd rather go, you know, take some more sleep and naps. Uh, you know, we need to, we all know kind of some of the things we should be doing, but we don't self-discipline our energy, our focus, uh, really our time, our environment. You know, it's, it's simple things like, you know, clean out the garage, clean your desk, set up an environment where you can learn, you can study. Uh, set up a schedule to manage your time, your energy. You know, do you have a list of things to do uh, is meaningless unless you have time blocked in the calendar to go do it and you block the time you're consistent in doing it. And, you know, it's the things that we do consistently day in, day out that make a difference like fitness, like study, like business, right? Like all the things that we know we should be doing, but we don't self-manage. We don't self-direct uh, our energy, our focus, our time in the way we need to. So if you want to grow, you've got to learn better self-management. Better self-management leads to better uh, preparation. Preparation meets opportunity. Boom, right? It's no secret how you win. Uh, that's how you win. And so get your freaking crap together. You know, when you know you should, do it. Uh, stop talking about it. Do it. Action speaks louder than words. Uh, and getting yourself prepped and ready to succeed and get yourself surrounded with people who are going to support you on that journey. Uh, it's so important. You know, you've, I'm sure you've heard the saying, your income will be the, the average uh, of the five people that are closest to you in your life. So who you hang out with is going to help inspire you and lift you up or, you know, pull you off track and take you down. And that's very true. Uh, and as you start to set your sights higher to grow, you know, go and spend time with people who are ahead of where you are. Uh, you know, start to create new relationships, watch how they live their life. You know, it's no surprise, like fitness, people that are fit aren't drinking every night and eat pizza and buying candy bars, right? What are they doing? They're sleeping, they're, you know, planning their macros, they're doing meal prep, and they're consistent in working out. 
right? Those are the things that fit people do. So if you want to be fit, you start to do those things. You start to organize your energy, your, your nutrition, your fitness, your sleep to create success in the areas you want to create. Very important. And you need to apply this to start to get to where you want to be. Okay. Number eight, margin equals profitability. Let's talk about this one. Uh, I can't say enough about this one either. Um, so many people, we've seen so many people, successful coaches that go out of business because they just undervalue themselves and they don't charge enough for their services. They don't believe in their self-worth, right? So if you're looking around at, at uh, you know, your, your area, wherever you are, what do people spend on a personal trainer? And you'll find, you know, generally speaking, $50, $60 is like the minimum per hour rate uh, that people would spend to work with a fitness professional, personal trainer. And then again, there's people that are paying in, you know, almost every market, uh, double, triple that rate, right, for the, for the same service. Uh, but they're serving maybe a slightly different demographic. Maybe they're positioned more as a specialist in some area as opposed to a generalist that's just down at, you know, any gym. Uh, and so we get to set our own prices. We get to set our own packaging. We get to determine our margins. And our margin is really the difference between what you sell your time for and what you would eventually pay someone else to fulfill that time. And as a business owner, not just a, you know, someone with a, with a job, but as a business owner, you need to start to think about uh, margin and gross. We call this gross profit margin. Gross profit margin is the single biggest determinant on success in business, especially as you grow. So let's say I sell a session for $100. Uh, what would I pay myself if I was going to hire myself as an employee of the business, right? You need to start to think about a business as a separate entity from you as a service provider. What would I hire someone else to do that session? What would I pay them? And, you know, it, it, there's some appropriate margins when it comes to professional services. I know that in most cases, you know, uh, I, it should be 60% for the business and 40% for me because 60%, given the typical cost structure of uh, personal training fitness businesses that want to grow, we need to leave money for the house to reinvest in the business because growing businesses are like, you know, growing babies. They, you know, eat a lot. They need a lot of food, <laughs> love and care. And, and what do they eat? They eat cash. Right? You have to invest in software, in education, in an accountant, in marketing, in equipment, in all this more certification, you know, all the things we have to reinvest in to continue to grow a business, to continue to serve more people, to continue to create more value, to continue to differentiate ourselves against the competition, to continue to create uh, a better rate and better experience for what we can charge. Again, all these things require profit. And for you to have good profit and continue profit as you grow, you have to get uh, priced appropriately. You have to get your services uh, packaged appropriately. And you've got to create enough, enough gross profit margin in your business so you can eventually have a vacation, right? Eventually hire someone else to do a session and be able to, you know, take a night off or take a week off or go away for two weeks and not have your income go away. Uh, so all these things really matter. Um, and don't get stuck in the, the top line vanity number. I can tell you stories about working with a gym owner. Uh, I remember being on the road, meeting with clients and uh, met with a client who owned a, a studio in Texas and they were doing a million dollars a year in revenue. They were so excited. They'd reached the million dollar mark a year in business, which is a big milestone, you know, reaching, reaching uh, seven figures as a business owner, you know, you worked your way up from nothing to a million dollars in revenue is a, is a great accomplishment. Uh, guess what, how much their expenses were 999,000 a year, right? There was, literally like less than 1% profit in the business. 
And what did that mean? That created a lot of stress, a lot of worry, a lot of fear. If they had one bad month, one slip up in terms of, you know, someone didn't buy this month, someone didn't come in, people went on hold or went on vacation, then all of a sudden they're in the red and now they have to uh, take on debt to pay their bills or they have to close their doors and go out of business, right? So uh, it's really, it's not about what, how much revenue you bring in, it's about how much is left over. That main equation, revenue minus expenses equals net profit. Net profit, uh, right, NPE, net profit, right? Net profit explosion is what is about success for continued sustainability and a continuing investment required to grow a business. When you have profit, you can pay off debt, you can reinvest in growth, you can pay yourself, you can hire staff, you can, you know, expand your equipment or facility or whatever you want to do right get that new website so but you can't do that without profit profit is going to be largely determined by your pricing your packaging and your your margin uh, so start to understand these things and know that you know stuff can look pretty on the outside but it's what you keep uh, and what's left over that lets you sleep well at night lets you feel good about the future and success and sustainability of your business and what allows you to continue to reinvest in growth and continue success for doing the things you want to do Okay, uh, number nine, know your numbers always. <sighs> numbers, uh, you know, it's like the foreign language <laughs> for most people that are creatives, uh, you know, that love fitness and teaching. You know, sometimes we love numbers because we learn math and programming and weights and stuff, but we get to like accounting and spreadsheets and a PL statement, and we're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what any of these things are. It doesn't make any sense to me and I'd rather just go over here and work out and design a workout on a whiteboard because that's what I like to do and that's what's fun. Yet, uh, if you don't learn numbers, you know, you're not going to succeed. Uh, numbers are the language of business. Uh, accounting is the language of business. Finance is the language of business. Numbers tell the story of a business and they tell if a business is winning, if it's losing, it tells you, uh, you know, where you need to go and adjust different things within a business to create a profitable model, to improve the performance of the business. And you have to start to understand the language, right? It's like, if I'm going to go to a foreign country, if I'm going to go to Spain and I don't learn how to speak Spanish, I'm going to really struggle uh, every day of my life to, you know, get food, find a bathroom, find a place to sleep, get a job, right? All those kind of things because I don't know the language. So I can't communicate. So I'm like struggling, right? Uh, and, and even if I have a little translator in my pocket, I'm going to struggle. Well, same thing when it comes to business. Numbers are the language of business. And if you don't learn the language, you're going to be forever lost, forever confused. You're not going to know how to create success. You're not going to know how to make good decisions. And uh, knowing the numbers, knowing the language of business empowers you to make good business decisions. Good decisions in business will allow you to continue to grow a business and keep a business alive. So you need to learn numbers. You need to understand the numbers. You need to always know what they are. Can you imagine if I just went to the gym and just do whatever I feel like today, just kind of play around with stuff. And this feels good. I think I'll do that. And tomorrow, this feels good. I think I'll do that. And eventually, at some point, there's no, there's no surprise that I'm not getting results. There's a lot of people that go to the gym for years and get no results. Why? Because they don't understand the science. They don't know the math. They don't have a program they're following that's going to actually create a response uh, and create the outcome and the result uh, that they want with their body, right? Particularly with strength training, with muscles. If we don't put the right demand on muscles, they don't grow. So we have to understand, you know, the math and we have to actually have a plan, know how to read it and know how to make decisions and adjustments. And you have to take responsibility for knowing, you know, how much cash is in the bank, uh, you know, uh, how many uh, clients you need to get, what your cost structure is, 
uh, and really understand the things. So when you put them all together, you can have one point of focus. Ultimately, the ultimate point of focus we talk about in fitness business is net client. When you know, when you have all the, the, the numbers figured out, there's about seven numbers you need to understand. You have all those figured out. You keep it down to where if I hit this net client number, meaning at the end of the month, I have this many clients come in, this many leave, and I have this many current clients paying this average client value rate. I know that all the math works out, that revenue minus expenses equals profit, that there's profit left over, right? If you can get that right, uh, you have one point of focus, then you get to create success and always know what that point is and be striving to improve that number. Uh, you're going to create the outcome you need to be. But take the time to learn the math, understand the math, have someone help you understand the language of business. Okay, uh, number 10, uh, commit to results, not activity. Now, I'll tell you, it's easy to get lost in all the kind of things and busy work we got to do in business. And uh, you're going to find yourself doing lots of different things that will, you know, take up your time, uh, keep you, you know, from focusing on the work that matters. And, and you'll be pulled into doing things that are comfortable for you to do today, right? It's just natural way of life where, you know, I, I'd like to, I know I should go study uh, that book on business today. I know I should go practice, you know, my sales communication. I know I could go, you know, upskill and marketing right now, but I'd rather watch Netflix, but I'd rather, you know, do something else I'd like to do, or just even I'd like to go do busy work. Like I got to do this admin work. I know I should really do marketing, but I'd rather go do admin work because it's safe and comfortable for me. Or I'd rather go, you know, write a new workout plan because I like writing workout plans and I don't want to go, you know, out and upskill and meeting new people and networking today. Uh, I don't want to go have, you know, conversations with people I don't know because it's scary and uncomfortable. Uh, we've got to make sure we're doing things that are going to move the needle and we're periodically measuring the results and the output we create. Um, you know, the great uh, equalizer in business is every month we close out the month, you know, clocks over, time's up. Right. And what's the scoreboard say? Uh, what revenue came in the business or the things you spent money on or expenses that went out the door and what was left over in net profit. And that's ultimately the results that a business produces. The output is the net profit. And you're going to have, you know, a lot of it or a little bit or none of it or, you know, worse than that, you're going to be, you know, in the red. So what is that output uh, the business is producing and how you stay focused and determining the right priorities? and the things that you need to put your focus and energy on that are probably going to be uncomfortable, going to stretch you in new ways that, you know, you don't like to do, that are not easy to do, that are hard to do. Uh, but you have to focus on those things if you want to create a better output for the business and hold yourself accountable to actually moving the needle on getting the output, the better output that you want to achieve. So great example of this, I can tell you, uh, you know, having helped a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners in many, many countries for many, many years now. I can remember a time we had a conference. Uh, we had a lot of people fly in. And these were successful clients who people had already achieved success in business in many, many domains. Uh, and they each had time to get up and kind of present the work they were doing, present on their business and invite feedback and uh, things from the room. And we had a client who there who was a very successful fitness professional and got up and started presenting on a whiteboard all the things he was doing for you know, marketing activities for his business. He was doing uh, new social media stuff. He was doing different campaigns. He was going out and meeting networking groups. He was writing these you know, different pieces of content, all kinds of busy, busy stuff that he was spending lots of hours doing. And he went on for about 15, 20 minutes telling us about all the things he was doing and the things that were taking up his time. 
And I just stopped him for a minute. I said, hold on a second. Let me just ask a quick question. So how many new clients signed up this month? Zero. How many people we actually had conversations with about signing up? Zero. How many leads did we actually generate? People that actually joined our email list or, you know, went to our website and, you know, requested more information or whatever the case may be? Zero. And so, you know, it became quickly apparent that uh, he was focused on doing lots of things that were felt busy, right? Felt like he was being successful, but he had zero output and he wasn't holding himself accountable to actually the output he was producing. And this is where we can get really lost and, you know, think that we're doing the thing that matters. But if we hold ourselves accountable to the output, we're actually not creating the output. We're actually creating the result, right? Just like in fitness, people are going to the gym for a long period of time and they still look the same. They still have the same, you know, shape of their body. They're still the same body fat. They're still the same strength, the same injuries and issues because they're not periodically assessing and measuring their performance and the output they're creating with their plan. So in business, much like in fitness, you have to assess the things that matter. You have to have benchmarks and metrics of success. You have to then put a plan in place and have priorities you're going to focus on, your time and energy on to create better output. You have to go keep the focus on that consistently. And sometimes that mean, means upskilling at the same time. You have to go learn new skills and then go do the new thing that you haven't done yet need to, to go do. So we got to do all those things going on. Yet you got to keep the focus, the focus. Keeping the focus, the focus is creates accountability and that creates the output that actually drives the performance and the results that you wish to create. So make sure when it comes to leading yourself, uh, you don't get lost and like think you're doing good stuff because maybe that's what you know other people see. You've got lots of activity. Maybe it feels good to go like post things on social media and you get likes and you get you know comments and you you know people think you're cool and they think oh you know this person's got a lot of stuff going on. Yet you know reality we have zero leads, we have zero clients, we have zero new revenue, and you know things look pretty on the outside. But in reality, we're not producing the output that matters in business and in, in business. What matters is revenue and net profit that allows you to continue to invest in the business, continue to grow the business, as we've talked about many, many times here. Uh, the other metrics don't matter. They're just vanity. You know, maybe it's cool for, for someone else who uh, is going to go out of business. But if you want to stay in business, you want to grow your business, hold yourself accountable to actually creating the output, the results, in business that's revenue, net profit, net client count, right? Those are the things you're getting clients, you're keeping clients. There's money left over at the end of the month. Those are the things that matter. Hold yourself accountable and have someone else hold you accountable so that you don't let yourself slip. You don't buy yourself an out, right? You don't make excuses, but there's a time we call score, we measure the score, and then we adjust as we need to to continue to improve each and every month that we do are doing the things that we want to do. So as we wrap this up, uh, hopefully you've been inspired by these stories. Uh, again, this is based off of 14 years experience in coaching and supporting and developing over 45,000 fitness professionals, studio gym owners around the world in 96 countries. I can tell you these are applicable, will apply to you uh, today. They will apply, will apply to you in five years. Uh, they will apply to you wherever you live, whatever your model is, whatever you're doing. These principles, if you focus on them, they will always lead you in the right direction. I hope you've been inspired. I hope you're encouraged to come learn uh, more and uh, uh, find out about some of the things that we might be able to offer to support you in terms of education. And you can come download my gift to you, uh, the NP Success Principles at npsuccessprinciples.com. There's some bonus gifts and resources there for you as well. So come check it out. Uh, and we hope to speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.